You're listening to the Michael Papinchak Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Another week, another show, show 33. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. This is another show coming to you from New York City. Welcome. Uh, so, again, I am going to have Jason Mocha calling into the show any minute now. Let's wait for his call. All right, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Jason Mocha. Say hello, Jason. Hi, everyone. All right, you are on the show. I'm uh, still, I'm, I, I'm still thrilled that that this works, so you can be on the show. <laughs> We're making it happen as best we can. Exactly. And uh, as as I announced last week in my major announcement, that I am going to be moving back to Pittsburgh this spring, so Jason and I will be able to continue to do shows together. Now, actually, next week's show, I should be in Pittsburgh. Oh, wow, because it's um, her birthday. Yes, it's Camila's birthday, so yeah, I we should next week's show, we should be in the same place. That is strong. So, I... Yeah, and I think, I think we'll be able to do like three shows together. That is excellent. Yeah, and then I'll come back to New York, and then I'll pack up my apartment and figure out how I'm moving back. I have no idea how to get all my stuff from New York back to Pittsburgh. I guess just hire a moving company. You know, it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know exactly yeah. how it's gonna work, but it's it's just gonna be what it is, and I'll figure. Call it some out. movers, and uh, I'll 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 fly in one way. And then we'll just take the train back and rent a car and meet the movers at your house. That Yeah, so I was thinking, I, I've been thinking about it logistically. So th- the big stuff, the, the bed and the couches, you know, that's going to have to all go in storage because there's, right. no, there's no place for it at my mom's house. Because I, I am going to be moving immediately back with my mom because I, I need to have a launch off point. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't have an yep. apartment. I don't have a solidified job yet, so I, I don't want to get an apartment yet. I just like listen. My mom has a house in in Pittsburgh. I have a bedroom there. I you know I, I have a desk and a bed. I mean I just it's just the easiest thing to do. And mm-hmm. and when I get on my feet, then I could figure um, out um, an apartment. So I'm thinking like the the moving stuff, like uh, like what the movers take. I would like them to be able to just go to the storage unit and then all my personal stuff go to my mom's house so I can have it. But I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out. I thought about maybe once I get everything packed up, about maybe like renting a truck that I drive back with all of my personal stuff that's going to go home. So the movers yep. the movers don't have to go to two places. They don't have to go to the house and the storage unit. They'll go straight mm-hmm. to, the, to the storage unit, which I need to get. So I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out. It's one step at a time. This is all very sudden. I've been having like panic attacks over it because, you know, moving, well, first off, moving in general is stressful, but like this is a big leap. This is right. a real big decision. I've been in New York since 2012. Uh, I've been trying to launch this opera career, but it's it's just stalled out and it's I just don't know where it's going to take me. And I think the only place it's going to take me is Europe. I was just talking to my, so my teacher from Manhattan School of Music is more like my mentor now. Yeah. And I go to him just to talk things out, you know, 
because mm-hmm. he gives really good advice. He's like in his late 60s. He had a huge career, sang at all the biggest houses. He knows the business really well. He lived it. He did it. Okay, he is like, he he's the guy that you want to talk to. Right. And he thinks me moving back is a great idea. He goes, Mike, all you do in New York is sit around. And that's all there is to do in New York is sit around. And unless you get a job at Starbucks, I mean, there's not much to do. He goes, in Pittsburgh, you could teach students. You could put on performances like recitals. You could do anything that, that you want to do there. Keep working yeah. and coaching and singing. He goes, there's so much more. He goes, you're going to be so busy when you move back home. And you're not going to be busy here in New York. Back in the day, leaving New York was like, it, you were like, I'm defeated. It's like, oh, I have to leave New York. Like, I have I have failed. Right, right. But like these days, if my manager needs me in New York, I just rent a car and drive up or, or I fly. Like, it's not that big of a deal. No. And it's so funny. You know, he told me, listen, Mike, you're worried about all these things. He goes, I want you to go home and watch that Neil deGrasse Tyson show, Cosmos. Just so you can realize how insignificant our lives really are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, 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 that makes you feel like real small. Yeah, you know what I mean? And like all the stuff you worry about, like you're, you know, I, I have, I, you know, I, I regret the day that I, I got this nice apartment in New York because it's really hard to leave a good apartment. You know, if you if yeah. you if you if you live in in one of the bedrooms of a shit apartment, then whatever, there's going to be something better down the road. But I already got the nice apartment. I like where I live. I like the situation, and it's really hard for me to leave it. But yeah, you know, at some point, like, and and actually, this my men, you know, my old teacher also said you don't want to be a landlord. Like, like you, you don't, no, you don't, you don't want to be subletting and worried about. You know, there's someone in your apartment, and what if something happens? And they're, they're, you know, I'm, I don't think I'm allowed to sublet. So they're, they're, they're kind of like illegally, you know. And if something happens, and the people show up, and you're not the one in it, and there's some rando in it, that that's not good. Yeah, you know, no, it's not. It's not a good deal. And I would only want a friend of mine to sublet it, someone that I trust. Well, right. Yeah, because, I mean, it's, you know, essentially the the thing's still in your name, so you're responsible for the payments. Exactly. Like, I don't want to find someone on, like, Craigslist. No. Like, I I have a friend. That's the last thing you should be doing. Exactly. Like, I have a friend back in Pittsburgh who could be moving to New York to go to a one-year program for school. And I offered Mm -hmm. it to her. I said, listen. I know you don't know what you want to do yet, but I have this apartment, and if you just want to live in it for the year, because it's only a one-year program, just, like, let me know. But still, at the end of that year, I would have to come up here and, you know, not renew the lease, and, you know, I would leave all my furniture for her. Like, she wouldn't have to get a bed and stuff. You know, she'd have to bring her own sheets and everything. Like, I would take all of my personal stuff out, but I would leave the couches, leave the bookshelves, leave the furniture, leave the art on the walls. Like, like, you know what I mean? You know, she'd have to bring her own sheets and stuff, but, like, she wouldn't have to buy all of that stuff because it's a sublet. That's what a sublet really is. Right. Uh, It's it's furnished. Yeah, for, for, like, the most part. Now, if I owned this apartment, then then a sublet is a different thing. It, it becomes 
you know, you're not really subletting at that point. I own the apartment and I'm renting it out to you. So right. you have to provide everything that I mean, that's how some people make money. They you oh, know, yeah. they buy up apartments in New York and they rent them and that's extra income for them as a family, as like people. Correct. You know, and that's what my that's what Neil said. His name's Neil, my a teacher from my my now mentor, as I call him. Neil Diamond. Yeah, Neil Diamond, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Remember Will Ferrell doing it? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Will Will Ferrell is, I think, in 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 he is in my, I think, top five SNL people of all time. Yeah, he was good on SNL. I I don't really like care for him like outside of that. Yeah. But on SNL, he he was really good. Yeah. Like when he was doing the Neil Diamond impression on like the stool, oh, and, like just and somebody best. was like somebody was like go Will and he was like yeah Neil yeah <laughs> <laughs> like he he was just so good at like going with it you know I mean that's huh. what I was watching the um I don't know like the extra DVD features of I think it was Anchorman and okay. The you know that it's I think his name's uh, Adam McKay. He's the guy that directs all of those movies. He's he's the guy like behind the scenes that writes them yeah. with Will Ferrell and Steve Carell and all those. Yeah, people. he's like he's the guy pulling the strings. Exactly. You know he's not he's not beh- he's not in front of the camera. He's behind the camera. Right. And right. he was basically saying, what makes Will Ferrell great is that he one hundred percent commits to things. Like even even if he doesn't think it's gonna be funny or, or he doesn't yeah. think it's gonna work, he will like, try. Like Adam McKay will be like, okay, Will, do this, this, and this. Will Farrell will one hundred percent commit to it, trusting Adam's judgment and the people around him. And that's yeah. what makes him great. And from that trust and that commitment comes unbelievable comedic movies and, and moments. <laughs> yeah. Like he, like I think he's good. Like Step Brothers was pretty good. Yeah, and um, like Wedding Crashers was pretty good. Yeah, I know he was like a smaller part in that, but yeah, still though, you know, it, like, he it com- was pretty funny. Like it, his it, parts were the funniest parts. Like yeah, Mom it, the Meatloaf. Like yeah. that's fucking funny. It makes the movie. Right. It, remember, it, remember, I came over that day and your yeah. mom was making meatloaf. Yes. I wanted to say it to her so bad, but she wouldn't have a clue what I was talking no, about. No, she'd have no idea. She would be wondering. She, she would be like, get out of my house. Yeah, she'd be wondering for the entire rest of the day, what yeah. What the hell was Jason? She'd be like, what happened to your friend? Yeah. Like, uh, like, did he go off the deep end? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I could just see her like being like real confused. She'd about be it. like, is Jason okay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would have been, and you'd be like, "No, mom, no, no, he's never been okay. He's never been okay. <laughs> no, it's not right. This is why he does podcasts with me. <laughs> yeah. We're twisted. We are. You, you kind of have to be to do this. Uh, yeah, this kind of thing, right? <laughs> hey, what day are you coming home next week? Wednesday. Oh, really? So yes, because Camila's birthday is Thursday. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean. I mean, I chose Wednesday. I mean, I could come home Tuesday. It did, doesn't matter. I just, I just chose Wednesday because it's the it's the day before, and um, yeah, and, I, and I still yeah. have things to do here. I, I need to clean some more, and uh, just now that I now that I mean, I think I'm like actually really moving. I need to now assess all of my stuff here, and think about okay, what like what's the plan? Like, 
Like, how much are you going to need? Like, how much room are you going to need to come home? What do you mean? Like, like how much space? Like, how big of a truck are you going to need? Oh, I'm going to need, like, a moving truck because of the furniture. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you know, you I'm... need, like, a, the biggest box truck, or do you need, like a, like, a real big moving truck? Well. Like, I don't think you need a semi. No. Like, moving know. trucks are, like, semis. Yeah, I don't know. But that's the thing, though. I need to, like, assess this. Like, I need to figure this out. Then That's one of the reasons why I, I wanted to keep the place for another year is because this is such a quick decision now. It's 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 the end of March, and then I have April and May. So I kind of have two months left. I have two months left in this apartment until my lease is you know, done. You know my friend Brian, he has a U-Haul business. What do you mean he has a U-Haul business? Like, he owns, like, a U-Haul place. Like, he, he rents the trucks out. Like, Wait. I wonder if... Oh, no, in, no, 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 no. Oh, okay, see, I'm thinking about the Brian who works with you at Lexus. No, oh, no, no, different Brian. Okay, okay. Different Brian. But um, I wonder if uh, he would uh, rent you a truck, like the biggest one he has, like what we moved Justin to Columbus with, like a, you know, like a really big truck, and yeah. then I could just drive it to, to New York City. Yeah, and then we could just, like, load it up. How cool would that be? I drove a U-Haul to New York City. <laughs> oh, that'd be the greatest shit of all time. Oh, I would, oh. I would, I'd pay to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be funny. That would be hilarious. I drove um, to Columbus, and uh, I know it's not it's not the same. I'm not yeah. going into, like, a, a big metropolitan area. But, uh, you know, you just have to go, like, slower because it just, like, eats fuel. Yes. Yeah. You, you know what I mean. Like if, you're, if you're going like a hundred miles an hour in a in like a six thousand pound truck, it, like it, it's not like you're not going to make it real far. No, it's not. It's, it's not going to work out for you. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's good, man. You're coming home. Yep. Yep. So I I need to just assess, uh, you know, what what the deal is going to be. You know, I have considered like this desk that I have. Yeah, it's it's IKEA, so I'm not really sure if it's worth bringing all the way back to Pittsburgh because, like, eventually, you know, I'm saving this furniture because, of, well, first off, it's nice furniture. I, you know, I'm I don't want to, I'm not gonna like throw it away or, and I don't really have time to sell it, like, right. like, like you know what I mean. And so, and eventually, I want to get my own place, so like then I'll have the furniture ready to go, but like the sure. desk though. Is just this cheap IKEA desk. I mean, it's not bad quality, but you know, I might want to get a nicer desk uh, for my place in Pittsburgh. Should I, I get one? And listen, uh, I don't the know. Place, I, the place two doors up for me is for rent. So, like, not not for sale. Yeah, it's for rent. Well, that'd be okay for the time <laughs> no being. No shit. Yeah. You, you know what? Maybe I should just do that instead of moving home. Well, that's what I'm saying. Listen. Not right now, of course, but send me the details, like like the address. Like, is there like a sign on the thing? Yeah. On, like yeah. in the yard? Take a picture yeah. of the sign and send it to me, and I'll contact them and see what the info is. See how much it is per month. What, like, well, what I can the, tell you this. It's a lot damn cheaper than New York City. <laughs> I would, I would, I would freaking hope so. You, like, you, would be, you would be my neighbor. That would – listen, Jason, that would be – Probably Ideal. the greatest thing that we've ever done. If, if, <laughs> if we, can you imagine, like the shenanigans? We could have like block parties. Oh my lord! Just close down, <laughs> close down the block. 
<laughs> you imagine that? Oh my god! Oh man! Oh yeah! Mars PA is would will never be the same. No. If you and I were neighbors, Mars is it, it's going to be on the map. Okay, For, forget about going to the real Mars. Mars PA is going to be the be the destination. <laughs> yeah, like Elon Musk. Like Elon is, Musk. Yeah, he'll want to come to Mars PA. Yeah, he'll be like, forget Mars, the planet. Mars yeah. Mars PA is the move. That's where all the action is. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, jeez. That, that is, is funny. That is funny. Okay, so so everyone, an, another big announcement is... Another one. Another one is that the Michael Papinchak show is now on oh, yes. iTunes. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been accepted to iTunes. So go to the podcast part of your iTunes. Go to, go to the store. Type in my last name into the search bar and you will see there are three episodes available for download last week's show the major announcement the week before that the three f's and the best of michael and jason part one are all available on itunes please subscribe jason can you believe it i it's unbelievable it's a watershed moment like this is unreal like to see yeah. I'm, I'm on my itunes right now and there's my name and there's our there's the logo and yep. and a little description and then th I don't know why it's only three shows. I had no control over this. You you just submit your what's called your RSS feed, which is from SoundCloud. You just yep. send it into Apple and you submit your logo. And I was having trouble submitting it because my logo wasn't big enough. Like like the whole, the like the pixel amount wasn't right. Yeah, and I, it is free, correct? Like it's not yes. like ninety nine. Oh no, no, or... no, no, no. the the podcast okay. The podcast is free to listen to. iTunes does not charge for for podcasts. Oh, that's excellent. Now they sent me a bunch of emails about marketing and about how to eventually get um uh, like uh, sponsors and commercials and things. But that that's all really? that's all down the road. Let's just keep making shows, and you know, this is you know, listen. It took me thirty two shows to get it onto iTunes. Like I like to take things slow and let things happen. Let's build an audience base. Let's build up, uh, you know, material. You know, I've been working on Best of Part Two, and I'm literally sitting here laughing at myself. Oh yeah! <laughs> like I'm listening to us talk, and I'm laughing. You say some weird shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> like Best of Part Two is 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 gonna be good. It is Part Two, um. When you said what I like about me, uh, um, <laughs> that was a great show. That was an amazing show. Let 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 me look here quick and see if that is going to be part of the next show. Uh, actually, no. I think I've already used the material from what I was like it? about was me. Was that part one? the The material, the material from what I like about me, is part of best of part one. Yeah. Part one, okay, yeah, 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 right. yeah, 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 yeah. That was such a great show. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was a very good show, Jason. We've we've had some real great great moments, and 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 the whole best of idea. I'm glad I I thought of it because it is it is it is nice to just get those best moments for our our listeners, especially I think so. especially if you're new to the show. I would recommend listening yeah. to the best of Michael and Jason part one because it's a they're good, like teasers. Yeah, they're teasers. Yeah, it's a good pri it's a good primer like for the show. Yeah, 
it's a good yeah. way to get to get into it because you kind of hear how we talk and and what we talk about and everything. And also, yeah. also, ladies and gentlemen, the show now has its own website. T- yes, it does. TMPSpodcast.com. You can listen to the podcast right from the website. There is a big thing from SoundCloud on there. There's a little about section. There are There's little bios of all of the different hosts, including Jason and myself, that have been on the show. <laughs> I also list, um, except for Jason, because Jason's been on most of the shows, but like for Amanda, Alex, Kimmy, Caitlin, and my brother Larry, I do list as part of their bio the show that they're involved in. So if you would like to listen to one of Alex King's shows, I wrote what shows he's involved in, so you could go back and listen to them. And also, you know, that's thinking ahead. That, that was a smart yes, move. Yes. And also, another announcement is that the Michael Pinchak show now has a YouTube component. It does. It does. I saw it. And uh, let me see. Um, let me see what. Now, are you going to do like a simulcast, like? Like next week, are we going to do the show and then it's going to be on on YouTube? Well, that's what I was thinking. Like I was thinking we could – I don't know about the whole show, but I was thinking like we could record part of the show or record like, like hey, make sure that you listen to the show this week and we both could talk in it and we could write like a little like video to like, you know, this week's show and we, we could do like a video like intro to it. But since I don't want to do it now because this is over over the phone, I'd rather do it with you in person. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I like later today after I I edit the show, I might make a video for this show. Like, hey, listen to show thirty three. You know, Jason and I talk about these different topics. You know, you can you know I could say like you could go to YouTube or I'm not not YouTube. You can go to iTunes now. You know, like so so I might give a little. I might do a little video later today. But when we, when I get back to Pittsburgh, we could make videos together. I think that's great. Yeah, and we could do like a, like a little thing, you, you know, uh, just kind of like a visual. I thought it'd be cool to have a visual aspect of the show, and I thought at some point maybe we could just record the entire show, and so people could listen to it on iTunes, like like they could listen to like an edited version on iTunes or SoundCloud. Or watch just us raw on YouTube, because I don't know how to edit video, Jason. Yeah, like I like I wouldn't know how to <laughs> like if I had a like an hour and a half video of us talking, how to like edit out gaps and different things, and you know it would just be like a raw version of the show. But we'll we'll figure that out. This is all it's all an evolution guys this is all gonna happen over time you know that's that's what we're we're here for and ladies and gentlemen I have just applied to a radio school in yes. in Pittsburgh so well, at, listen so at some point I will actually learn how to do all this stuff le- legitimately I think it was a good move I mean we're just taking the show to new heights yeah I mean this this is the future of our lives yeah you know I mean even if you continue, to work at your current job and and you know build that career i could possibly have a career in radio but that doesn't mean we have to stop podcasting right like, like it could it could be both like you and i so you can maintain your career if if you choose to 
could continue our personal podcast for our fans. And then, I mean, who knows what this radio thing is, is going to be? Like, I, I have no idea. Like, I, I was on the phone with these guys today for like an hour talking about the program, talking about how it works. It's this really cool thing where it's not a classroom. You, you are an apprentice to someone. So they asked me, well, what do you want to do in radio? I said, I want to be on the air. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be an yeah. on-air personality. Right. And so they will mentor me with someone, put me in an apprenticeship with someone who is an on-air personality. So, like, I'm not right. going to be apprenticing with, like, a guy who, like, pushes buttons. Now, I have to learn how to use a board. You I mean, I have sure. this little mixer here that's not very complicated. But, you know, if you watch Howard Stern, he has a huge thing in front yeah. of him. It's it's it's. It's massive. Yeah, like 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 if uh, you know, I'm sure he never shuts off Robin's mic, but like if Robin was saying, <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. but but my point is, if Robin was saying some bullshit he didn't like, he could like turn off her 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 microphone. He he does. He used to do it to Jackie. Oh, he he does it to Benji all the time. Oh yeah, and Baba Booey. Oh yeah, he'll just turn their their microphones off because he goes, "This is the Howard Stern show. If I don't like what you're saying, you're out." Right. This is the Baba Booey show. And honestly, what I like about that show, and one of the reasons why they could just continually give each other so much shit, is that <laughs> the show is so famous for being Howard, Robin, Baba Booey. Like, you know, Baba Booey can give Howard shit because he knows he's never going to be fired. Like, Baba Booey has a job for life. Because yeah. the Howard Stern show is... Howard Stern, Robin, Baba Boo, like it needs to be all those people. Fred. Yeah, it's like Seinfeld. Yeah, the show, like, like if in the middle of Seinfeld, Michael Richards quit and they got someone else, no one would have watched not, it. No, it's not the same. It's not the same show. No. It worked because it was Jerry Seinfeld, Jason Alexander, Michael Richards, and uh, uh, Elaine, whose real name I can never remember. Julia Louise Dreyfus. Julia Louise Dreyfus. I was going to keep I, – I just – I get them, like, mixed up and like, a dyslexic thing where I get her n names all mixed up. Eh, don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, but, you know, the Howard Stern show is the same way. But so I, I hopefully, when I come home for Camila's birthday and Easter, I will be going to the radio station, meeting with my potential mentor. Wh which station is it? I don't, I don't know yet. They um, – uh, actually, when I applied online – I guess it told them that I applied from New York. So they called me about doing the program in New York. Oh, really? Which I think would be cool because, you know, it's it's the New York market. Like, I could maybe get a job for the Howard Stern Show. But I told them I would really, I would prefer to do this in, in Pittsburgh. I think, it, yeah. I think it'd be better for, for me, you know, to do at home. I'm comfortable because I, 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 I told them flat out. I said, this is a, this is a career change. You know, I said I'm an opera singer. I'm I've spent my adult life training my voice, and I'm looking for a life change. And I've had a lot of success and fun with this podcast, and I would like to turn it into my profession. Yeah. And he was like, "Listen, we're very happy that you're podcasting because that's the future of radio." Yeah, it is. It is the future of broadcasting. Is what you and I are doing right now is the future. So, and he was like, what equipment are you using? And I was like, well, let me tell you, sir. Ah! 
And after I was done, there was like silence. Yeah. And he was like, well, I think you're just really enthusiastic about this. And I'm like, well, listen, man, like anything in life, if you're going to do it, you have to do it. Yeah, I, you dove in head first. It yeah. wasn't like toe in the water. This is show 33, people. I haven't missed a week. Yeah. Did you tell him it's not a game? Basically, I was like, listen. Yeah. And then he started talking to me about, about money. And I was like, hold on, sir. I said, please do not worry about the finances of this schooling. <laughs> I was like, it will be taken care of. <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah. and then so so he, he he transfers me to like the head of like admissions or something. Yeah, yeah. And, and that guy is like, we just need to hypothetically make sure that the down payment for your tuition, like, do you actually have it in your bank account? I was like, excuse me, sir. You do not have yeah. to worry about what is or is not in my bank account. Just right. just set up the meeting and let's get this this going, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, is it like, I mean, how long is it? Like, is it a year? Or? I really don't know. I don't think it's, it's very long. This is why I chose this program. You know, Point Park, Carnegie Mellon University, University of Pittsburgh, they have broadcasting degrees. Like, I could, sure. go, I could go get from CMU or Point Park a master's in, like, journalism. But I don't... That girl I used to date, she went... For broadcasting at uh, Point Park. Yeah, but that's not really what I want to do. Like, I don't want... No, she's behind a news desk in Arkansas now. Listen, I don't want to be on Channel 11 News, okay? No. That's not... And and when they see my face, they're going to be like, whoa, he's not going to be on Channel 11 News. Like, it's just not... Listen. I have a face... If you and I are ever going to be on the news, we're not going to be anchors. No. (laughs) We're going to be like the story. Exactly. Exactly. They're going to be talking about us. And I yeah. told them flat out, I said, I want to be on the air. That's what I want. Like, if I have to, and I said, if I have to work a soundboard or some kind of thing, you know, to get, to, like, work up the ranks, then I'll do that. If I have to spend a couple years pushing buttons, you know, maybe doing, like, uh, news reports or, like, an overnight show. Like, I, I, hey, I'll do the, the graveyard shift. Like, I'll do a show from midnight till 3 a.m. Or 3 a.m. to 6. Yeah. I don't care. I'll do whatever you want, you know, like I just want to be on the air. I want to be on the yeah. radio. That's what I want to do. And so I'm I, surprised they gave you like a hard time about the finance. You know what? This is this is what the guy from admissions told me. I think what what happens is they don't have like a real application process for this school because it's not a school. There's no there's no building. It's not like CMU yeah. or NYU. It's a program. It's, a, it's an apprenticeship program. So all you have to do is go online and type your name and phone number in, and someone calls you to talk about the details. Okay? I didn't have yeah, to, like, yeah. send a resume. I didn't have to get recommendations. There's no application fee. Okay? So I think what happens— Like, anybody could go do that. Anyone. Yeah. Anyone. You could do it right now. If you if you submitted your, your information right now, in 15 minutes, someone would call you from the school and say, when do you want to start? Yeah. Okay? And so I think what happens is these, these people sign up. They go—so in a couple weeks, I'm going to go on a free tour and interview process— at a radio station in Pittsburgh, and they're going to right. basically determine if I'm a good candidate. And I think what happens is people do this, and then they don't have the money 
And basically, because it's called Radio Connection, because Radio Connection is working with real radio stations, they may or may not burn a, a, a bridge there if the people they send don't have the ability to continue with the program financially. I see. Because like KDKA is like, listen, Radio Connection, you can't send people here anymore. They're all bums. They can't pay. They don't. They don't follow through. You know, like we're we're taking our time out of our day to give them tours, to mentor them. You know, the, I'm going to be mentored if this happens with a real radio person. This is not a teacher. This is not a professor who is um, sitting in an office. Yeah. This is someone who has a radio show, who has a job to do. You know, I got a friend who works for CBS Radio. Really? Ooh, that sounds yeah. good. Where, like in Pittsburgh? Yeah, he's in charge of like all like the marketing and stuff. We well, what are we doing, man? We we got to get the hookup, get our get our right, show I'm, I'm on gonna, the air. I'm gonna talk to him. He comes to Lexus all the time. I'll talk. Listen, to him. talk to him and be like, if you ever need to fill like an hour or or whatever, because you know what, if you chop up our show and put in commercials, you could stretch it to about three hours. Oh sure. Because we we do because we do we do an hour and a half solid show. There's but no, it just shows our stamina. Exactly. There's no like it's amazing. We can go ninety minutes like without stopping. Exactly. And there's there's no there's there's nothing stopping us. Like it, it just happens. So yeah. like if you take our show and put in commercial breaks, you you could stretch it pretty far. And I, you should be like, listen, if you have a three hour gap where you need something, right? Like put our show on, and right. you, like I could send them the file and they can chop it up and edit it any way they need. To fill those three hours, but I'm telling yeah, you, man, that's, that's if, the move. if we get to a point where we could take callers, can you imagine what we would do to callers if they called in with some <laughs> stupid comment? Well, I can, but I don't want to talk about it yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think. I don't think legally we should incriminate ourselves about what we would do to these people. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Like I love, I love listening to Howard just destroy people on the air. Oh yeah, he doesn't care about his fan. I mean. Okay, I think Howard does care about his fan base, but there are a lot of times where he's like, screw the fans. Like, I don't need the fans. I mean, of course, you you, yeah. you need fans to have a job. But it, he sure. says it as kind of like a bravado thing because it, it, it eggs on his his audience, you know, his fan yeah. base. It just, it just you know, you know, and they, they call up. I mean, this, this one caller called up and was like, hey, you Jew bastard. I'm like, can you imagine calling into a radio show and calling the host yeah. a Jew bastard? Hey, hey, listen to this. But Howard it, loves that it, shit. Yeah, listen to this. So the other day, last, on on Tuesday, we had the um, new Lexus LC five hundred um, unveiled at the at the dealership. Okay. Okay. And it's an, it's about a hundred thousand, and it's this new kind of latest and greatest technology. We had the hybrid version there. It's a really incredible car. Okay, just incredible styling. Really something, and. We sent out, obviously we did like a lot of advertising for this kind of unveil, right? Okay. So we sent out like, we made it like a Facebook event and put it on social media, blah, blah, blah. And then our marketing um, person for the group put it like an email blast out with my name on it and okay. uh, or my boss's name on it, okay? So I got a lot of responses back and people want to know what time it's there and you know, you know, all that kind of stupid stuff. So the last week, my boss was off on Friday. He took Friday off. 
Okay. And the email went out on Thursday, I believe. Yeah, it was Friday morning or Thursday night or something. And he, on Saturday morning, he says, hey, come listen to this message I got about the uh, party on Tuesday. I said, what do you mean? Like, what's it about? He was like, he's like, somebody got a lot of balls. <laughs> okay. He plays this message for me, and this guy, it's definitely a guy, he calls and he's like, hey, fuckhead, thanks for the, thanks for the, uh, the email about something I'm, I'll never be able to buy. Oh. And then, like, hangs up. And, like, didn't say, like, who he was or, like, but he was, like, hey, fuckhead. And it was, like, at first you thought it was, like, a buddy, like, messing with you. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, sure, yeah. But then we, like, listened to it, like, ten times. <laughs> and I was, like, yeah, that, that guy wants to, like, bring a gun in here, dude. You know? I was, like, that, like he, he's really upset that, like, this email came to him. So it was, like, a blast email. It, it, it was, like, a. Yeah, it yeah. went to, like, 5,000 people or something. Yeah. Yeah, this so. guy was like really upset about it. <laughs> oh my god! Like, oh, I'm 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 sorry. I let you know. I, I'm sorry we invited you to see a, a hundred thousand dollar Lexus. Oh, I'm I'm sorry that that was upsetting to you, sir. That that's that's an interesting. Like that guy's not not doing good. Yeah, like, like I was like he he's, he's a really miserable person. He's very upset about his current situation. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you think? <laughs> I think we, I couldn't believe it. I think we could agree that oh man that he's he's that that takes a lot of balls. It does, man. I was like shocked, and then like we wanted to like call him out, so we like we saw like the missed calls from that day. Yeah, uh, and so we like called this number, and like I think he was like on to us because like he wouldn't answer. Yeah, well, did, I, I wonder if he has caller ID and it like came up Lexus of North Hills or something. Well, we were trying from cell phones and everything. Oh, yes, yeah, so you were. <laughs> Listen, you can't fuck with us. No, 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 no. Like no. we want to know why you're upset. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, you're upset, really? Okay. Well, let's talk about it. I mean, I, he he has to know. Like, it's not like someone specifically sat down and sent him that email. Right. No one was like, "Hey, I'm gonna send Joe Schmo here this email because I think he would love this new Lexus." Right. He, I mean, he was he's he was he's on an email blast list. You know how many email blasts I get per day? Yeah, a million. A million. I mean, just and I don't even look at them. Okay? No, I delete like ninety percent of them. I delete. Yeah, they just it's hang unbelievable. out. Unbelievable. They hang out in my. Uh, you know, I, I have four different tabs for my Gmail. You know, primary, which is mail that's actually to me, like personal mail. And then there's social, so like Facebook stuff, Pinterest. And I, I tried to put the our, our show on Pinterest, and I, it just didn't It just didn't work. Oh, really? I don't use Pinterest. I'm not sure what, what it's about. Yeah, it, Pinterest is for, like, mostly women. Like, when, when they were planning... Camila's party, my mom and Marissa immediately went to Pinterest. Oh. And they typed in like baby party. And it's just pictures of stuff that women like. That's basically what, what Pinterest is. Oh. And I thought, well, okay. I want to get the show on every form of social media that I can. Sure. So I started uploading it to Pinterest because that's an option on SoundCloud. 
Like, yeah. like, like when you click share on yeah. SoundCloud, you have the option to share it through Facebook, Twitter, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And Pinterest is one of the options. And so I, I made an account and threw it up there. But I just I don't I don't even know if it was really ever on Pinterest. Like, I'm not really sure how the how it works. So I just I thought, you know what? We're on iTunes now. We've made it. So I don't need Pinterest. Well, you, did you notice, like, our, our Twitter account, we only follow Trump and the Penguins? Yeah, because that's, you know, that's how it should be. Right. Be, and we are, we are did very Did you see explicit. Crosby's goal the other night? I was going to ask you about it because I saw clips of it online. Like, Listen. you or your mom posted it. He, Listen. He, yeah, tell me about, about this. It's, it's just obscene. Basically, they were on the power play, and the – which didn't really matter, but there were – he picked up the puck in his own zone okay, and went through the entire team, like the entire Sabres team. Okay. And then was on his backhand, his right. So his, his left hand was shielding an, a Sabre defenseman. Okay. He had his right hand on his stick, shielding the puck coming down on the goalie. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he, with one hand on his backhand, flipped the puck Above the goalie's glove and into the net. So he shot a one-handed goal. Yeah, like backhand though. Like it's really obscene. Like just basically, it should it should not have happened. That that's what we're it talking. It should about. not have happened. Correct. Like, that, like, that's correct. Like in the history of the of hockey, this this yeah. this goal just is the impossible goal because it's an anomaly. It's you, an anomaly. You're you're off balance. You're shooting from your backhand, which is hard to begin with. Correct. With two hands. Yeah. And he does yeah. it with one hand. One hand for him. Like oh. he was like, I, I only need one hand. That's just. He was like, I work on my forearm strength a lot. That's what he says. just goat, goat, goat status. Yeah. Like if, I was like, wow, that's that's really strong. I mean, even Wayne Wayne Gretzky was like, oh my god. Wayne Gretzky could barely sh- could like barely shoot. Really? He was he was like weak. Yeah. Well, he well he had like a good shot, but he wasn't like. He didn't score goals like that. His goals were more like I don't know. He he scored kind of like I don't. He, his goals weren't like physical. Okay. Like Sid's goals are very like physical goals. Yeah, a lot. He puts a lot of his own body into it. Yeah, like Gretzky scored like a lot of like more like you know, so, goals like, around the net and like tap ins and some slap. He had a pretty good slap shot, but yeah, he wasn't like. Like a powerhouse. Yeah, if you ask Gretzky, like even though he has like the most goals, if you ask him like who's the best goal scorer ever, he he, he it's not Wayne Gretzky. Okay. Like he he did his over like time. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he scored ninety two goals in one year. That's unbelievable. Yeah, Mario hit 80, 85 or eighty six or something. Okay. And that's just incredible. There's only eighty two games in a year. Oh, so if there's okay, so if there's so that means he was averaging what? One like and, over a goal a game. One and a half goals like per game or something. Yeah, like really, like it's not right. Yeah, like that. Well, that well. Okay, so basically, he scored in every single game, yeah. <laughs> at least once. That's Wait, like, you know, you know, there, you know, the, the Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taze. Yeah, he he was drafted in 06 by the Blackhawks, and they have three cups, and like he's a good player, but because his team has won three Stanley Cups and he's the captain, he gets like a lot of this like undeserved credit. Yeah. Basically, so and a lot of people like compare him and Sid, and like they're not even in like the same league. No, like if there was another league, like Jonathan Taze couldn't play in it. Yeah, 
Like Sidney Crosby could have his own league. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I saw a stat today. If Sidney Crosby would go scoreless, scoreless in his next nearly 400 games of his career. Yeah. He would still average more points per game than Jonathan Tays. Oh my God. <laughs> You know, That's all you need to know. That's you know, all you need to know. Th- this is one of the the issues with being from Pittsburgh, is that we are we're we are just so used to being surrounded by goats and just <laughs> and just. <laughs> Did somebody? I put I put this picture on Facebook yeah. of like this goat body with like Crosby's face. Yes. Did you see it? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay, it, and, and somebody somebody the other day was like. Why? Why is that? A, why is he on a goat? This girl was like, "What's with like the goat thing?" And I was like, "He's a goat." He's a goat. And she was like, "She was like, what does that even mean?" Like, I was like, "Like, like, like they... I told her I was like, get out of my office." <laughs> you know, I enjoy. I enjoy that we are called the city of champions, but really Pittsburgh should just. Yeah. It's this. It's like. It's like the goat herding. Capital, yeah, capital of the world yeah. i mean yeah. if you want to see amazing players and actually in all of our sports i mean maybe not baseball but uh even in football i mean yeah we don't have tom brady who i think is considered the greatest quarterback of all time but you know ben roethlisberger is not a bad quarterback i mean he uh, ha- he has good. he has two more super bowls than most people so yeah uh yeah. you know and i mean in, in the history of like heinz ward and troy palomalu and uh, james harrison who i think just is like the hulk or something like he just doesn't yeah. wear down and he, right. he works really hard though like james harrison yeah i mean he, all like when they're not when, when football players aren't abusing women they're usually like working out yeah yes yes you know what i mean that's, like that's they're like very... oh i'm done abusing my wife or my girlfriend i'm gonna go work out now. exactly yeah yeah <laughs> sounds good <laughs> <laughs> so the penguins are <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. True, but <laughs> terrible. Ter- I shouldn't say that. Yeah, well, it that. is what it I is. I kid. Yeah, I kid. <laughs> it's the it's the it's the uh, NFL. Hey, hey, you know today, I, you know, I went to got my hair cut, right? Sure. And you know, I'm I don't go to a fancy place like you. I go to the supercuts because it's like ten bucks. Yeah. Right, and I get a buzz. So who cares, right? Yeah. And there's like a lot of people in the um, like ahead, there's like three people ahead of me, and I'm like, oh, all right. So I go sit on like on a chair, and there's three people that are working there. Okay. Okay. One one girl, one guy, and this other girl who I've never seen before, who apparently is kind of new, like she's like a month in or something. All right. And she is cutting this guy's hair that, and they they appear to be the same age. And I'm kind of sitting like right by where she's cutting his hair. And I'm kind of, I'm not doing anything. I was texting some people and he starts telling her, uh, Oh, she tells him like, Oh, I live with my boyfriend or something. Okay. In in this trailer out by in Clinton or something, some kind of bullshit. Right. And he was like, this is no joke. Like how aggressive this guy was. He goes, can he grow a beard? Like, like me, I was like, (laughs) I was like, huh? What? And she was like, she was like, no, he he can only grow like a goatee. He can't grow a beard. And he was like, then it appears you have a girlfriend. Oh my god! Like in front of like the whole like place is. Oh my god! And Are I was you like, for wow. real? I swear to God, I was like, that's pretty strong. Like coming out like that. 
So I'm sitting there and I'm like, like, you know, I'm trying not to like lose it. Yeah. I'm like laughing inside. And then the guy that I know that works there is cutting hair. He's cutting this other guy's hair and he starts talking about how great this job interview he has tonight is going to be and that he is like a cheeseburger aficionado. Like he's talking, <laughs> he's talking about like, like the weirdest stuff. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can't believe the stuff you hear at a barbershop. Listen, I need to start going to Supercuts to get material oh for the God. show. <laughs> Michael, I was like, this is the funniest thing. And I go in there, and I, I'm up next, right? So this, the other girl, the, the girl that has, I've known that has worked there, she goes, do you want to wait for Kevin, or do you want me to cut it? And I was like, no, you can cut it. Like, he's pretty busy. Yeah. So I literally, it takes six minutes to cut my hair. Okay. This lady that walked in right after me, she gets up as I'm sitting in the chair, and she goes, I had an appointment at 12. It's a, it's literally at 11.58. Yeah. Because I had an appointment at 12, and uh, I, I just I can't wait any longer. She was waiting like six, seven, eight minutes. Okay. And the girl's like, okay, and this is it's like this older lady. And I was like, wow, like, if she really needs to get her hair cut, like, I could probably wait. Like, I'm not yeah. like, in a hurry, kind of. And she, like, stormed out. And I was so, like, yo, what's with this lady? Like, why is she so upset? Making appointments at Supercuts. Well, right. And she and the girl goes, well, first of all, this lady does this, like, every other day. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? She goes, she claims that she makes appointments, but we don't take appointments. Yeah, and it, I was it's like, Supercuts. Right. Like, it, you could call ahead, but there's no appointments. No, it's just like a walk-in place. Like, I, 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 yeah. you might want to call and say, hey, is it busy? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. if they say no, then, okay, I'll come for my haircut now. Correct. Like, so, she, yeah, so she yeah. walked out, and the and the girl working there goes, that lady calls, like, every other date, but she won't give her real name. So she's a crazy lady. Yeah, she's a crazy lady. She caused, like, this big scene. So she just has nothing to do she all day. She has nothing to do. And, and, yeah, she, and she was upset that I went ahead of her. She's decided to fuck with super cuts. Yeah, and I, I literally turned around. I was like, lady, look at my hair. It's going to take three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Come on. That's really the People funny. are so unreasonable. They are. They are. Well, I mean, this, it, this lady's probably, like, mentally ill because. Yeah, yeah. It, and you know what? If you won't give your, like, your, your name to Supercuts, like. There's a lot like of other things that are going on with you. Yeah, yeah. That's like you need to address. That's really funny, dude. Yeah, dude. And how about if you if he can't grow a beard like me, he, you have a girlfriend. Okay, like people at Supercuts think they're like hot shit. They're well, like right. And I was like, well, well. First of all, the guy that was in the chair that said that he was driving like a rusted purple pickup truck. Exactly. I mean, okay. And I was like, all right, listen. <laughs> let's let's analyze the situation. <laughs> Okay, you're you're clearly like you're in need of a lot more than a haircut. Yes. One. Yeah. Two, you're talking shit on somebody's boyfriend and she has a pair of scissors next to your neck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and number three, like you have an emo haircut. Like I would have just buzzed his hair off. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, like you don't there's a couple people you don't you don't ever mess with. That's why this is why you tip well. Yeah, you don't mess with people who handle your food, handle your appearance, or or handle your car. Yeah, everybody else you could pretty much fuck with. Yeah, but like you know, like a valet. 
you, you take care of your valet. Yeah. Like, don't spit in my food. Take care of your waiter. Yeah. Okay? Like, don't be a dick to people who, like, can make your life hell. Exactly. Cause it's, like, if I were her, I would have been like, oh, sorry, like, I just chopped off half your hair. Yeah. You know? <sighs> like, and she was like, well, my boyfriend's a lot bigger than you. Is, are, is that what she said? Yeah. And it was, like, all tense. I was like, oh, wow. Like, I don't think he should have said that. <laughs> Super cuts. Who would have thought? Super cuts was getting heated. Who, who thought? Who, who would ever think Super cuts is, like, the center of such controversy? It was real aggressive. And it was, like, it wasn't, like, in a real rough part. It was Wexford. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, this is this is, like suburbia this is, this is like the the pinnacle of suburbia and and there's he, yeah. heated conversation in the super cuts yeah he was like that was like way too aggressive that's really funny man oh it was hilarious you know i i believe in there are moments in life where you know like when i moved to new york i had a welcome to new york moment okay so this is back like like in 2012 Okay. And, and my welcome to New York moment was, uh, so like basically I had already been here for a couple of weeks, but like this is the moment where you realize, oh, I am now living in New York, in New, New York City. So yeah. I'm, I'm on the subway and there is a guy across from me and I'm standing and, and he's laying on the seat. So he's like a homeless guy who, has a, who is asleep on, on one of the benches in the subway car. Okay. Thinking, well, fine. I mean, he's homeless. He was able to get the two dollars and whatever cents it is to get on the subway, and now he's because once you pay the two dollars and and I think it's like two seventy five now. Once you pay that, you can ride the subway all day. I mean, there's no like limit. There's no like subway police. I mean, that's you know monitoring how much you ride. So right. that's what a lot of homeless will do to get out of the elements. You know, they'll go down. I'm um, in the subway. And sure. so he's sleeping, and I'm thinking, whatever, it's New York, right? And I've only been here for a couple weeks, so I don't know. Sure. And, uh, well, we stop at a subway stop, and usually you stop for, like, two seconds. The doors open, people get off, people get on, the doors close, and you keep keep going. But we, yeah. we were just, like, sitting there. And I was like, okay, well, maybe there's something wrong or there's traffic. Well... All of a sudden, the door to my subway car opens. N not the door out to the f uh, out to the platform, but the door between the cars. Like you can walk between subway cars. You're right. Sure, sure, sure. It was this big, fat black lady who works for MTA. She had a plank of wood, not a bat, not like a two by four, not a club, like a plank of wood, as if she had torn it off the wall. Okay. And, and starts hitting this black guy, or I, I think he, it doesn't matter. Starts hitting this homeless guy, like you, you can't lay here, you can't sleep, and just starts whacking him with it. What? And, and he wakes up like, "Get off me, bitch!" And he starts yelling at her, and he, really? is, he is just, she is whacking him with this plank of wood, and he, she forces him off the train. And I'm standing there watching this, and I'm like, "This is my welcome to New York moment." Yeah. So like, I, why am I here? Yeah, like <laughs> this is absurd. So I I bring this up because I was away from New York for a long time. So the other day I had my welcome back to New York moment, and I'm walking down Broadway and uh, going somewhere, and there's this guy facing the wall of a building 
on Broadway. Okay. He he has his pants around his knees. That's and, interesting. And he's adjusting his bikini, like male bikini bottom underwear. <laughs> so not not like white. What the hell? Not it's like, like twenty degrees. Yes, yes. Not like white briefs, like black or dark blue, like <laughs> bikini bottom male underwear. That's uh-huh. the only way that I can describe it. I don't know how else I'm, okay. to, I'm, I'm, I'm to describe it. And he's just standing there adjusting himself in this underwear. And I'm just seeing everything in all of its glory. Yeah. And then he just pulls his pants back up and rebuckles his pants and zips up and just keeps walking. Like as if nothing happened. As if, no, as if nothing was out of the ordinary. This is the spot where men here at 105 and Broadway or whatever it was can pull down their pants, adjust their junk in their underwear, buckle up and keep going. When did that become acceptable? That never, but it's New York. And so you just <laughs> you just see the most ridiculous things here. And you want to know something? I probably in you know in the fall wouldn't even have noticed him because you you get like blinders on. Because you see so much weird shit in New York that you, right. that, you, that you end up ignoring most of it because you're just going about your own day. Yeah, but Pittsburgh is like so normal. Yeah, Pittsburgh is this normal kind of quaint place, to be completely honest. And then I get back to New York and I'm seeing a dude with his pants down. Yeah. That's I mean, not... I saw a dude. I saw a dude. Okay, so I'm I'm in the subway, right? And there is a guy across the platform. So I'm headed north. He's headed south. I look over and he has his pants down and his dick and balls are just hanging out. And he's taking a pee onto the subway tracks. And and I look up and he he is staring right at me. We are eye to eye as he's shaking his dick off. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm like, yep, there it is. I, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is, you, that is, you know, I'm really not acceptable. I'm kind of looking forward to this summer because I'll be moved back to New York. I'm sorry, back to Pittsburgh. And I won't have to be, I won't have to like worry about being in New York, seeing dudes with their pants down. Ugh. Yeah, that, that's really not. No. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not good, dude. It's just, it's the way it is here, man. The one time I was in New York, we went for the Penguin game. This is a long time ago now, 08, I think. Yeah. And I just remember the guy I was with was like, he was, he's a lawyer, but he's like a real free spirit. Yeah. And, um. Like he's a lawyer, but like he like doesn't like practice kind of. Okay. He just kind of like has a degree, and then like, you know, he's just like hanging out. Yeah. And um, he was he was uh, I remember there was somebody like homeless like with a guitar, and they were singing Wild Horses by Rolling Stone. Okay. And they were they were just like going at it for a while, and like I had to sit there and like listen to this <laughs> until like the song was over. And I was like, <laughs> like I can't live here. Like, yeah. You know, I have so I mean, of course, I've been doing a lot of thinking about my future and the fact that I'm moving home. And I have to say, 
I am looking forward to returning to what I'm what I'm considering some kind of like normalcy. <clears throat> yeah. Living back in Pittsburgh. Like it's a much more normal life. Sure. You know? And do you know what they asked me? He was what, like the radio people? Yeah. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, the the radio people. He was like, um, do you have a reliable uh mode of transportation in Pittsburgh? Not yet. <laughs> well, I mean, but I have my mom's vehicles. And I'm, yeah. I I didn't say that, but I said, "Yes, I have a car that I can use in Pittsburgh." Like, well, that that's a, that's a standard question on an application now. Really? You're not allowed to ask what it is, but you you, you can ask if if they're able to get to work. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I just I, I have to ask that as well. I just got this feeling from the questions they were asking me that this company might get a lot of unreliable people. Oh, I'm sure. You know, because it isn't, like I said before, it isn't a university. This isn't like Carnegie Mellon or NYU or something. This is, this is like, a, this is kind of a different program. And I'm, and it's very easy to apply to it. So I'm just kind of wondering if it's, you know, they, they get maybe some unsavory characters. Well, I'm sure, you know, they, they see all kinds of things. Yeah. But I, but I thought that was kind of bizarre. But I, I, I didn't realize. Yeah, that, that's well, a normal question. I, yeah. I asked that as well. Yeah, because I, I guess, I guess that's a that that tells you as someone who's hiring the person that this is going to be a reliable person. Because like, what if yeah, you, what I if mean, you, what if you hired someone and their friend dropped them off, and it turns out that they don't have a way to get to work, and they have right. to hope that their friend could drop them off every day and pick them up. You know, you know, yeah. you know, you want to, you want to make sure that the person you hire or accept into your school can actually show up to work and actually sure. show up to, to do what they need to do All right. because they, you know, they just made it seem like they, they want to keep the relationship with these radio places going. They don't want, they don't want to burn bridges. No. All right, no, sir. No. So, so what, what the heck happened in, in the United Kingdom, dude? Dude, well, I, I didn't really read much about that because I was at work and and it was just a busy day. But apparently, like I heard, like two people were not responsible for it or that carried it out or I, I don't know what the heck's going on out there. Yeah, well, I mean, they they, they the left they, just thinks that like everybody that's Muslim is peaceful. Oh, dude, they need to wake up. Yeah, they need that like that. That did may- you hear what the mayor said? The mayor was like. This is a normal part of city life now. Yeah. Oh like, my god! Why, why does that have to be normal? Oh my god! The, like, he, who, who's saying this? The, well, be, well, first off, London now has their first Muslim mayor. Yeah. That, okay. That's what he said. And he is like all about bringing in refugees and open borders and being a sanctuary city, and he's you know big anti-Trump. And look what just happened under his his watch. Yeah, a Muslim terrorist kills. I think I think he killed four people, and four then people, yeah. and then he was the fifth because it said five people dead, but he's the fifth. Um, he also died. It's just not acceptable, dude. When is the world gonna wake up? Right. Like seriously, th- it's this a mess. this is like okay. So people like Michael, like why don't why don't you want to go to Europe? Why don't why don't you want to continue your opera career and go to Germany? Because look what's happening in their countries. Yeah. Okay. 
Do you know what happened in Germany last year? People are hanging out in a in a winter market and like a Christmas festival, and then there's a terrorist attack. Yeah. yeah. You know, people in France are enjoying their 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 Independence Day, and a guy rolls a truck through them and like mows people down. Yep. Like I don't want to be in Germany, miserable, singing in Dusseldorf, and get shot by some wacky terrorist because of their liberal open border policies that I don't agree with. Right. I mean, people need to wake up. Of course, it's not every single Muslim. Okay? No. Okay, no one is saying that. But every terrorist so far, it's pretty obvious where they come from. Right. And it's just, it's unfortunate, but it's the, it's the truth. And we have... It shouldn't even be, it no. shouldn't even be questioned at this no. point. No, no. And that mayor of London, his his days are numbered in, in his job. Okay? He's done. He's done. You can't come out as the mayor of London after people have died, one who was an American citizen, by the way, and say that this is just now a normal part of city life. Yeah, that's not acceptable. When you, you can't say that. When you come to London, expect to be in a terrorist attack because yeah, that's that just a good. it's just a normal a normal part of living in a city. Are yeah, you no. serious? That is just the worst thing like, that's ever I, been said. Who would want to travel? I don't want to travel overseas right now, man. It's no. Scary. I don't want to go anywhere in, in Europe. I don't want to leave yeah. this nation for a very long time. I, I, have, I have considered letting my passport expire. Like, there is no reason for me to leave the great United States and go no. to an open-bordered Europe that allows refugees to just pour in by the thousands, if not millions, and open themselves up to this kind of terror. Why would I want to be over there? No. I don't want to be. It's a disaster. They don't know what end is up over there. No. They're confused. They're very confused. And you know what it is? There's, there shouldn't be anything to be confused about. No. This is a, this is a very, very, very simple thing. Okay? Th these people should not be allowed anywhere near... The, the Western um, um, countries, because obviously they don't like us, okay? They need to go back to their countries and fix their own countries and leave ours alone. Yep. That, that's what I say. And that includes... You and me both, buddy. Man, you and me both. That's illegal immigrants here, everywhere. Don't, don't flee here. Go back and make your country better. Go work to make where you're from a place worth staying in. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, Americans built a country that we like being in. That's why we're, we're so great. I don't want to be in any other country. I'm happy no. and proud to be an American, and I'm happy to be here. I don't need to be anywhere else. But Americans, Americans have worked to make it the best place in the world to be. And so I, I understand that's why they want to come here. Hey, I'm a product of immigrants. I understand. My great-grandfathers were rebels. They were like, screw Europe. We're going to the land the land, you know, of, of freedom and prosperity yeah. and endless possibilities. I get that. But, you know, they, they didn't leave because Italy sucked or Lithuania was terrible. They just wanted to go make a different opportunity for themselves. Right. You know, but these people are fleeing their countries because of war. And just they're not good. They're not fun places to live. But that doesn't mean you have to ruin my my, my country. And I there's don't... a reason. There's a reason why, after 
hundreds of thousands of years of settlement there, okay? Okay, millions of years. There has not been any change in the culture. No. Okay, there's a reason. Yeah. It's just the way it is there. Yeah. So there's no point in fighting it. Like, it is what it is. If they want to change, they have to rise up, just like just like uh, the, the settlers did here. Exactly. Or just like they did in the Czech Republic in 1968. Yes. Or just like the French Revolution, okay? Yeah, yeah. That's That's why you have a revolution. If those people don't want to uh, revolt, then they're accepting the status quo. Exactly. And they think they that can is, just... That is their problem. Yeah, and they think they can just move to France and move to America, put our country under their Sharia law, and we're just going to be okay with it. Well, that's not yeah. going to happen. No. That's just not going to happen. It, it, they're allowing it to happen in Europe. But it's not going to happen here. Well, they're wimps over there. They're super wimps. They're wimps. Yeah, I mean, they're 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 pathetic. They need to wake up. Merkel needs to wake up. They all need to wake up. You know, they're all wimps. They need to get their shit together and realize. Copy. I I'm, I was putting some DVDs away and I got private parts out. Oh really? Yeah. I just yeah. Ah, oh, Howard, man, he's the king. He is. He's the absolute king. He is. What else you got going on today? Nothing. I'm just, we're doing the show. I'm going to edit the show. Just, just hanging out, just chilling. I'm going to, like I said, now I, now that I think this move is going to be permanent, like I'm not going to leave anything here. Like it's going to be a full move. Now I need to figure out like what, what that means, you know, like, like, like logistically, how am I getting my life, all of my possessions back to Pittsburgh? You know, like, what is it going to be like? Do I need to get a hotel like in May? Like, I just, you know, I've, I've, um, when I moved from, you know, when I moved, see, basically, this is the first time I'm moving out of an an apartment. Does that make any sense? Every, every other time I've moved, it's been from a dorm room to another dorm room or a dorm room to an apartment or a dorm room to home. So, like, when I moved to New York, I moved into a dorm room. So that's super easy. They provide you furniture and everything. You just show up with your sheets and your pillow and some clothes and clean underwear, and you go to to school. But when I moved to my apartment here, I was in a dorm room. So I just moved all my stuff here in a truck, and then I got furniture delivered, and now I have um, an apartment. But now all of a sudden I'm moving home, and I have all this stuff. I have the bed. I have the dresser. I have the desk. And now I have to figure out where is all this going to go. And I, and I, I think I don't know if I mentioned this on the show or I was t- talking to you uh, on the phone, but I literally have no more room for clothing in in Pittsburgh. Like I have, yeah. a, I have a whole wardrobe here, and I don't know what what's going to happen to it. Like I don't have any closet space. Yeah. You know, this is why you're I was. Talking, this is why I was, look who you're talking to. Yeah, exactly. But that's why I thought maybe I should just while I'm home these next couple weeks, uh, get in a get my own my, my my own apartment. Maybe I should just do it right away and not move in with my mom and just like go for it. But I don't what know do you though. Think she would say about that. I don't know. I have no idea. I really don't know. She, she's my mom's going to San Francisco tomorrow uh, to visit family, yeah. so I don't really want to bother uh, her w- with it now. I mean, I might call her later to just, you know, see. But, you know, I don't like to, you know, I don't like to bother her too much. She's, you know, busy and she's got her own stuff going on. Um, but maybe that would be the the better move, you know, because then I could just move into my own place in Pittsburgh and I could literally move out of my mom's house. Like if I got a, if I got a, a townhouse like two doors down from you, 
Is it going to yeah. be like your townhouse? It'll be really similar, yes. Then then I literally could move out of my mom's house, all of my yeah. stuff. Yeah, it, like, there's plenty of room. Like I could take it all and just yeah. release the burden of all of my stuff from her house. I'd leave my, my drum set probably. Uh, though, if I have that same basement room that you have, I could put my drum set down down there. Yeah, no, we're going to turn that to, into a studio. Oh, that's right. We should make that into a studio. I, I want to yeah. build a studio. If I move back, we need to build a studio. Yeah, we I'm really do. Do a little like soundproofing and stuff. Yeah, that'd be yeah. really awesome. That'd be really I think great. Jason, this is like things are moving forward, man. You know, they are. I, you just never know where life is going to take you. People aren't really ready for it. No. I don't think Pittsburgh understands what's about to happen to it. No. Like, this is the return. Yeah. This is P- Michael Papinchak's return to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, I left and made something of myself, and now I'm coming back. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> now I'm returning. Like, you realize the celebration... There might be a parade. Yeah. There might be a parade. Well, I'm not going to ask get, for it, but I'll listen. I'll arrange it. <laughs> call up, call up Bill Peduto. Bill, Bill Peduto is a wiener. He's such a wiener, dude. <laughs> He's the worst. He's like, let's make Market District a green space. Yeah. Who gives a I'm like, shit? I was like. Why don't you make it Lamborghini parking only? Yeah. <laughs> for cars that get eight miles a gallon, buddy. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna run for mayor and I'm gonna take out all the bike lanes in Pittsburgh. You know those yeah. those awful and I'm gonna yes. put in Lamborghini lanes. <laughs> yeah. So so <laughs> when you, like two cars a day. Yeah, so when <laughs> when you drive downtown, you just have free yeah. rain. You don't have to worry yeah, there's, about. There's literally no traffic. No, no. You have your own lane, the Lamborghini yeah. lane, for yeah. for spaceships only. Can you imagine? That'd be the best. You know, <laughs> we have really good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the people need to understand like what they're hearing. Exactly. Yeah. What they're hearing are like profound ideas that could shape. The future exactly and and they need to you know? listen and under, see people people talk to me about things and and i say to them didn't you listen to my podcast right like, do i have to repeat myself right. i've already discussed this yeah. in detail on my show yeah like that's old news like i have a show and you need to be listening to it right like i've decided that the majority of details about my life are going to be released on the show. There's no more. There's not going to be any more like Facebook statuses. It's going to be if you want to know what's happening with me, you need to listen to the show because this. Is, I agree. This is my life now. I like it. This is where things are happening. I like it. This is this is the Michael Pinchak show. It is my life. It's part your life, and you know, and this is the future. So right. what? So what's going to happen is we're we're I'm coming back. We're going to get the studio together, and we're going to make it so we have multiple people. Like I'm going to get a bigger mixer. Oh yeah. So I could have. We're going to get a big velvet couch. Yeah. So I I I I have three microphones right now. I could. I'm going to get a fourth because I'm going to get a mixer with four microphone in, inputs. 
Okay. Because right now I, I only have two. And then people could call into the show also. So possibly to five people. You, like, you know what I mean? Best. So basically yeah. when I get back, every show, once I move back, will be from Pittsburgh for the t- for the foreseeable future. So we uh, whoever's off on Thursdays, you know. Uh, now, this could all change because of my schedule. I have no idea what, what my schedule is going going to be like with this uh, – with this, um, if we have to, we'll just have to start doing it on Sundays. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, because you you guys are always off on Sundays, right? Yeah. Then we'll just record on Sundays for the, you know, hey, and also this is my show. I can do whatever I want. If we record on Sundays, <laughs> I can start. I, I I can start releasing the show on 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 Mondays. Yeah. It doesn't have to be on Friday. I just chose. No. I chose Friday arbitrarily. It just. It just. Amanda and I recorded on like a Tuesday and yeah. I just didn't know how to edit and get stuff done. And I didn't get it out till Friday because I was experimenting. I didn't know. I didn't, it was my first show ever. You know, now, now I'm nothing a pro. Like I can edit the show now, you know, very quickly, you know, what, nothing you, wrong with that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like not, not a big deal. But, well, we'll, we'll see when you move back and then we'll, yeah. I'll see you, I guess uh, a week from today. Yeah, I'll see you a week from today. Um, I'm coming back Wednesday. I, you know, I don't. I'll probably be back like in the later evening because I'll, you know, I'll train down to Philly, have to get a car, and then drive the four and a half, five hours back back to Pittsburgh. And I'll yeah. be there for a couple weeks, and we can hang out, do a couple shows, and uh, you know, go out on the town, and and then just then I will be planning the final return. We're gonna have to have a party. You you, you know that, right? Yeah, oh yeah, we're going to have a party. Like there's going to be Michael's return to Pittsburgh party. Like that's Yeah, it'll that's, be at Roos Chris. Yeah. Oh, well, here's the thing. I think you and I should do something like a Roots Chris with maybe like our parents and stuff. But I think we should also do like a party. Okay. For, you know, the 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 extended fan base. I like it. <laughs> oh, also our hats should be coming in the mail. Oh, the Yes. Yeah. I'm looking. Let's. I, I. We shouldn't release that yet. Yeah. Well, what we'll do is the first time they see the hats, it'll be on the on the YouTube. Yes. So I think what's going to happen in the future, uh, Jason and I, uh, we ordered some TMPS merchandise, and we are <laughs> we we are going to observe this merchandise, wear it, and think maybe we could sell shirts and hats. And stuff. Yeah. So you yep. will. So, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, you will see the merchandise hopefully next week on our YouTube channel. So just go to YouTube and type in the Michael Papinchak Show, and you will be able to find us on uh, YouTube. Now, remember also we have a brand new website, tmpspodcast.com. You can email yep. the show at the Michael Papinchak Show at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash the Michael Papinchak show and on Twitter, twitter.com slash TMPS official. And remember, if you need anything from Jason, meaning Alexis, go to Lexus of North Hills and see my buddy and co-host Jason Mocha at 15025 Perry Highway, Wexford, PA, 15090. Call him at 724-940-1400 or email him directly at jasonmoka, M-O-K-A, at lexusofnorthhills.com. And, Beautiful. And, and I got a message. Oh, where did I get this message? I, I got a message from Larry Chico about pocketless pants. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. He said, um, 
Yeah, oh, yeah, he was like, see you soon, um, Mr. Pocketless Pants or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, listen, <laughs> like, where are my pants? Yeah. So if you need any custom clothing, there's only one place to go in the Pittsburgh area, and that's Chico Taylor's up in Butler, PA, 133 West North Street, Butler, PA, 16001. You can call him at two, this is, you call them, Larry Chico or Frank at 724 287 5814. And you can email them at info at chicotailors.com. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment. And again, for any for all your photography needs, call up Sarah Miller Photography. Go to her website at this is sarahmiller.com. Sarah is spelled S A R A H M I L L E R.com for family wedding fashion and commercial photography. And all of this information that I just said is in the description of the show below oh, yeah. on SoundCloud. And hey, listen, Jason, so glad you're here doing the show. Can't wait to see you next week. Oh, it'll be great. You'll be home and we yeah. can uh, reboot. I mean, imagine imagine how the show is going to be once I'm back in Pittsburgh permanently. Like, it's just going to... Oh, I can't wait. It's just going to build and build and build. And it's just going to become this big thing. It's on iTunes now. People, we're on iTunes. Yeah. Go to iTunes. Subscribe to the show. Have it download automatically so you never miss an episode of the Michael Papinchak Show. All right, guys? Awesome. Hey, listen, Jason, I will talk to you later. Thank you so much for being on, on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. And it sounds like somebody's coming to get you there. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's sirens all the time, dude. Yeah. I, I will be happy. You won't miss it. I will not miss it at all. Believe me. Not one bit. All right, my man. I will talk to you uh, later and um, see you in a week. All right. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much, Jason. And thank you for listening to The Michael Pinchak Show. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.